step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. 8.30, Thursday. It is that time. I always look forward to this time of the week with iHeart Media Aviation expert Jay Ratliff joining the program. Jay, welcome back, my, my dear friend. It's always great having you on the show. Pleasant, pleasant. Good morning. Well, let's start with stocks. I was fascinated because, parenthetically, if you're not aware, Jay is he is a stock trader. He makes a very handsome living trading stocks. He's got his own methodology. He's a teacher of stock trading. He, I mean, if you want to look him up, you can find him uh, and, and learn from the master. Uh, the the airline. I was fascinated by the email you sent me with the airline stocks, seeing where they were before the pandemic, the drops in the pandemic, and then. They didn't quite bounce back, though, did they, Jay? What's the story on well, that? And, and initially, they did, Brian. And, and what, what took place was they were cruising along at a specific point. And when you look at the five-year chart on any of these airline stocks, and I like to use bigcharts.com. It's, it's a pretty uh, basic uh, chart to look at. And when you look at the five-year view, before the pandemic at a certain level, then, of course, the pandemic hits and they drop big time. And then over the course of the next several months, they end up recovering back to and even past where they were at before. Well, since that point, the stocks have drifted down, 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 and yeah. continued to do so to the point now where many of these airline stocks are at pandemic lows. In other right. words, they're lower than it was on the dip. And, of course, a lot of people trade stocks by saying, Jay, it's at a 52-week low. This must be a buying opportunity. Well, no, there's a reason why it's at a 52-week low. <laughs> Figure out what that is and then determine if that's where your money should go and probably not. Airlines are facing a lot of headwinds right now. You've got JetBlue and Spirit and a lot of the low-cost carriers that are seeing the leisure travel start to back off. This idea of revenge travel and a lot of people packing in and taking multiple trips, I mean, inflation has caught up with them and other things where we're now going back to the seasonal norms. So as a result, the leisure airlines are seeing a little bit more of a hit. Fuel prices are up. Uh, some of the uh, things that have to do with the increase in uh, uh, employee cost as well are up, and uh, they're fighting. And, I mean, American Airlines is, is also, uh, you know, having issues as well. And it's a very turbulent time for a lot of uh, airline stocks. And, Brian, they're hoping next year if the international side of things, if they have a, a, a route map that goes that way, can uh, kind of help save the day because, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking at uh, – you know, a year this year that's been tough because airlines have reported operationally a million flight delays between January 1st and the end of August. Whoa. It's the quickest amount of time that we've hit a million sooner this year than ever before. And a delayed flight is anything that arrives 15 minutes after its scheduled arrival time. And delays cost airlines money. So you throw that on top of all the other headaches and challenges they have. And that's one of the reasons you and I have talked about airlines look more like banks now pushing their credit cards because that's an additional revenue stream that allows them to, in essence, create uh, revenue absent of any passengers being carried. And uh, right now, all those airlines need it, which is why they really don't 
don't care if they tick us off by pushing it. They need the money, and they're going to continue to do so. Well, you certainly anticipated my question regarding a buying opportunity because I kind of figured that was the direction that you would go because it, they have dropped a lot. I was just, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe my eyes when I saw that. And it was across the board. It wasn't just one carrier. They just all kind of seemed to follow the same trajectory. Well, there's a there's a, an exchange-traded fund, J-E-T-S, JETS, that's a combination of, I think, about 10 airline stocks. So if you want to get kind of a general idea collectively how they're doing, because some people don't like to invest in one airline stock, mm-hmm. they'll use something like JETS, loosely speaking, like a mutual fund where it's spread about within the fund itself. But just it amazes me, Brian, so many people will buy a stock based totally on the fact if it's at a 52-week low. And yeah. I, I just, many of these stocks have had new 52-week lows for last year and a half. So uh, when you see that kind of trend, and I, it's just, that's one of the reasons I'll, I'll buy them quick, sell them quick, yep. get out of the way. and Because you really don't know what the future is going to hold. And no, you don't. That's one of the re- yeah. <laughs> well, and you're the guy that teaches your students, be content with the money that you got in your hand. Don't hang on to it for too long. Hit and run. You don't Hit need and grand run. slams. Yeah. Get your singles and doubles, and boy, it adds up quick. <laughs> you make thousands of dollars in a week just doing quick hits and runs. And I guess you, you talked about delays and, and pivoting over to this uh, article I saw in the Wall Street Journal, the best and worst airports of 2023. I guess Phoenix Sky Har- uh, Harbor International is on a list of where if you're on top, it's basically a grade level D, but at 63.4%, they had the highest rating. Apparently, it's a good place to be, Sky Harbor Airport, uh, as opposed to, well, <laughs> New York's LaGuardia. Oh, well, you you look up in the Northeast, and I mean, on a good weather day, we have a hard time operating flights in that Northeast corridor uh, on time. And, and that's why many years ago when Southwest Airlines changed their business model, flying in and out of small little general, not general aviation airports, but smaller regional airports, and they were going into places like LaGuardia and other things, and I thought, good Lord, there goes your on-time performance. Because, I mean, it's tough to operate any of those flights in and out of there on time. And uh, when you recognize that an airline like Southwest tries to use those uh, silver revenue tubes with 20-minute turns, that get, allows them to get an extra segment a day out of each aircraft. And, you know, when you're talking about an airline that has 962 aircraft or whatever it happens to be, and you have an extra 962 you know, segments, you're talking about 300, what, 50,000 flights a year of additional revenue simply because you turn those airplanes fast. You go into a place that is known for its delays, uh, you can forget about that. In fact, that's one of the reasons Southwest is now looking at the possibility soon of having red-eye flights because they don't have any red-eye flights from, say, the West Coast that flies kind of overnight getting into the East uh, Coast uh, in the, the next morning. Uh, but they're looking at doing that to further further better utilize their, their equipment and try to generate some additional revenue, which uh, they need like everyone else. Jay Ratliff will pause. We'll come back and talk about horses running around and huge restitutions for doing bad things. And we'll also get a hub delay. For Jay Ratliff says yes many times. All right. <laughs> Let's put some flesh on the bones of uh, the reality of what will happen to you if you do bad things on an airline, an airliner. This is a lot of money, Jay Ratliff. <laughs> a Hawaiian woman's got to write a fat check. Big, big, big time. This is a situation happened in February. American Airlines, Phoenix to Honolulu. Flight takes off. Passenger acts up, uh, gets into it with a flight attendant. Captain orders the plane back to Phoenix. They land. She's removed. Uh, she has uh, been charged and pleaded guilty to interfering with a, uh, a crew member. 
And as a result, she's going to be spending three months in prison. Uh, she is uh, three three years probation, three years of you don't fly in an airplane unless you have the court's approval. And, of course, you'll never fly American Airlines again because she's been blacklisted from them. And, oh, yes, you'll have to pay American Airlines in restitution for the diverted flight nearly $39,000. Now, you and I have talked about for years about airlines going after people that uh, force diversions. But, Brian, I think this is the most I've seen, if I'm not mistaken, that has been required to be paid back. I would love to see this woman's picture with that big number underneath it <laughs> hanging like a post office wanted poster at every TSA checkpoint in the country. And I think every single time this happens, we throw another one up there just to remind people, this is how much your flight could cost you if you dacked up on the flight. And not that it's gonna change the behavior of somebody that's under the influence of drugs or alcohol, but for the person that may be just having the worst day of their life, just check it, just calm down, back off, don't push it. Otherwise, you know, we've got an extra spot on the wall here that's waiting for the next person that gets fined. Well, I mean, this is the object of the criminal justice system, generally speaking, a deterrence effect. When you let people know yeah. how badly you are gonna get hit for doing something stupid, Fewer people are going to do it. Like, uh, I don't want to go to jail, so no, I'm not going to be using profanity and threatening my flight crew, which is really what and, she did. Yeah. And that's just the criminal side of things. You've got the whole civil side yeah. of things where people that were going to job interviews, a funeral, uh, uh, trying to go to a wedding, whatever it might have to be, their daughter's graduation from college, and they missed it because of you. Uh, she could spend the next 10 years in court as all these passengers go after her. So... Yeah, I, it just it, it, there's so many bad things that can happen over somebody acting up. Uh, that's why occasionally, if I'm on a flight where something starts to escalate, if I can, I'll try to talk to the individual just to, you know, not tell them to calm down, but just to remind them how serious certain things are. Uh, sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't, and you're just worried about the flight diverting if things continue to escalate. Well, the article is a very short one. It's only a page and a half, two pages long. They could print out multiple copies of it and hand one to each of the uh, people as they board the airplane. Oh, here, yeah. a short reading material for you to just to contemplate before the uh, plane gets off the ground. And you and I both know they would read that as much as they pay attention to the pre-flight <laughs> briefing, which is why Air New Zealand tried and, uh, to, to get people's attention by having all of their people in their in-flight briefing uh, only with body paint on. No clothes. Are you kidding me? No, I've had to watch it numerous times because that's my job professionally to do so. <laughs> and um, yeah, that it's uh, body paint, and it's because they're trying to do everything they can because that's an important thing. And that's why if I'm on a plane, even though I, I could recite it by memory, I'm going to pay attention and watch because of the people next to me that don't. But yeah, Air New Zealand, you can uh, you can check that out. It's at the last check, it's still out there on YouTube. Keep your tray, uh, tray table up, your seat back in the upright position. Uh, uh, always put the mask on you first before helping young children, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly the case, absolutely. And, and know where your exit is and which one you're supposed to use. So I, I, I know it too, but I always pay attention when I'm on an airplane. Uh, but moving, when you're on an airplane and you go sit, do you count the number of rows between you and an emergency exit? Of course I do. Absolutely. That way, if there know is which, where's smoke, the closest one? I hell yes. You I know, do. it's eight rows behind you. You know, it's seven rows in front of you. You you don't have to worry about a visual type of thing in an emergency situation like that. And I don't mind sitting in the exit row if I'm on an airplane. So it's right there. there you go. I'll, I'll I'll go first. You follow me. Absolutely. Exactly. All right. 
Now, this wasn't a companion animal, I guess. They got a horse on a plane? What? Uh, I, I saw the headline, and I thought, okay, a flight diverts because the horse got loose. <laughs> I had a pretty good idea of what it was, but I went to the articles and the, the reports. It, it, were, it was a cargo flight. It was, I think, a 747 going out of uh, JFK in New York to Belgium. And they were transporting a horse. And most of the time, when you're transporting these expensive animals, um, many times they're sedated, where they're a little bit calm, relaxed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this one was not uh, relaxed at all and broke out of its stall. Now, a lot of times when you've got shifting weight on a large aircraft, it can cause uh, an imbalance and it can cause the crew to possibly lose control of the aircraft. Now, that wasn't the case here, but they had this uncontrolled animal that was running around. And if you listen to the air traffic control tape, uh, the recording of the pilot calling into air traffic control, uh, we got to come back. And why? It's one of those things where you just kind of a smile because I, I, I can't remember too many stories over the last 32 years that has started with uh, flight diverting because the horse got loose. That is, it's just comical. And again, I, I, the, the first thing that went through my mind is there's a companion animal because, you know, there's yeah. a period of time where everybody was <laughs> oh, trying sure. to bring their emu on the plane or their ferret. Well, oh, could, I can't, I can't live could, without this. You could bring those, 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 uh, those horses and the DOT and their logic said you had to limit it to three, uh, three emotional sport animals per passenger. Three? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, they don't call us for sanity. They just run. <laughs> they don't. Oh, oh, look, he's got his gerbils with him. Anyway, as we always yeah. end, end on hub, hub delays. How's it looking out there for travel, uh, Jay? Oh, uh, let's see. Well, we're what a day away from the twelve days of uh, Thanksgiving travel. Things kick off tomorrow, so today on the eve of that, uh, Miami and uh, I think Salt Lake City going to be the only two issues. Other than that, 30 to 45-minute delays, so we're off to a good start. We need to hope it continues. 30 million people expected to fly between uh, tomorrow and Monday the 27th, and we'll see how it goes. Well, and uh, I guess you're probably ha – I don't know if you're happy with the man the mechanism by which the government is not being shut down, but had the government shut down, it was going to be a real catastrophe at the airports, I understand. It would have been, but I, we, there's no way that would have happened. What is on my distant radar is uh, the Southwest pilots. They're getting ticked, and they're talking about possible work stoppage. So oh. I'll keep an eye on that and let you know. Nothing imminent, nothing soon, but you're going to start hearing the, the ramblings and see the smoke over the horizon, and uh, I'll keep an eye on it and let you know what to worry about and what not to worry about. I know you will. I won't be here next week. I'm taking the entire week off, and, of course, Thanksgiving is a holiday, and uh, so we won't be talking next week. But real quick before we part company today, Jay, Given that it is going to be one of the busiest weeks of travel we've ever seen in a long time next week, at least that's what I've read for air, airline travel, any specific words of wisdom you can give my listeners? Uh, I mean, they, I assume they've already got their flight booked, and whether they're in the first flight out or not, that's already been set in stone. But sure. what do they need to know in, uh, as, for, for given the, the, the volume? We're averaging 2.5 million people a day, which is a lot. Uh, fewer airplanes, which means that every flight's going to be pretty well filled. So you cannot, absolutely cannot get to the airport any later than two hours before departure. Uh, because if you miss your flight and you are forced to catch a later flight, it could be days. The other thing is when you get to the airport, make sure you have a seat assignment. Because if you don't and you're on a flight that's oversold where they have more passengers than seats, technically you're on standby. 
hoping to get on the flight if somebody doesn't show up. I don't care if it's a middle seat. Don't get to the airport unless you've got one of those tickets that you have to wait till you get there, the basic economies. But if you can get a seat assignment before we get to the airport, please, this yeah. week coming up, which is this Super Bowl week uh, for airlines, you cannot get to the airport over this holiday period without a seat. I don't care if you're not sitting together. I don't care if it's a middle seat. Please show up at the gate with a seat assignment and certainly get there early so that the plane doesn't leave you. You heard it from Jay. Two hours. Don't argue with your spouse about that one. <laughs> don't want to miss your flight. I can't believe Sorry, it. Sorry, honey. Jay told me I had to. So there you go. Yeah, blame, blame it on, on Jay. Yeah. Blame it on Jay. Jay, thank you so much for the time you spend with my listeners and me every Thursday. I look forward to another edition two weeks from today. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving, my friend. A lot to be thankful for, Brian. You as well. Amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.